What's happening? Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. The question is, do you shake hands anymore? Because I never liked shaking hands before the pandemic. The greatest thing for me was shaking hands isn't as culturally accepted anymore because of the germs it passes. It will get back to normal. Some people are like, shaking hands is dead. I know you shake. We're all going to get back to normal. And we're all going to slowly revert to how we used to be even before the pandemic. We're just going to have a vaccine in us for the most part. So shaking hands isn't dead. But now I have a reason to go, uh, not for me. Sorry. But when I used to do that before pandemic, people thought I was crazy. Yeah, I remember. Now I just blame it on the pandemic, <laughs> although it has nothing to do with it. A popular alternative to shaking hands include bumping elbows. Bump that Bumping elbows or fists is the easy way. Uh, the, they say a hand wave. That's the awkward one. That's like you stand far apart and no. wave? Hey, good to meet you. And you wave three oh, feet weird. away. That's weird. And, so, and then bow heads. I tried that. <laughs> people don't respond well to that. They're like, Why, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Mostly, you have to get out there with the fist bump early, though. Because if you if someone's got the open hand, you just got to go ahead and shake it. I feel cool doing the fist bump, though. Like It feels like I'm cool and hip. I'm like, what's up? What's up? A little bump Cool up. and hip in you know what what 93? Yeah, I don't know. It just feels cool. Like, I'm young again. Uh, here's Dave in North Carolina. Dave, what's going on with you? Thank you for calling the show. Hey, Bobby. This is a question for you. Um, what would an independent artist have to do to reach the radio station? It's a good question. And mostly it's not about an independent artist taking on radio. It's about a, an artist having to get someone to represent him, getting a manager who then can go to labels and go, hey, this is what we got. You should sign them. Or having a song blow up on streaming to our radio will kind of look at it. Um, radio, I would make the analogy that radio is like Major League Baseball. You can have the rookie leagues. Like anybody can upload a song on streaming services. I can go, I can fart into a walkie-talkie and upload it onto a streaming service and go, this song about my life. I think there are two million songs that get uploaded a day. You just have to know the process to do that, right? That doesn't mean your song's not great, but it's just easy to get it up there. So it's not really a big deal to get it on a streaming service. Um, and then you have other methods like satellite. I would say that's like the middle leagues. They don't have ratings. They don't care how long you listen. They're just putting a service out there, and if you like it, hang around. Cool. But they're able to even risk a bit more on some new stuff that may not hit. And that's what's cool about, like, a satellite. Radio, because we depend on ratings, every song basically has to be a hit. And you're not really taking risks. I don't program radio. I'm just telling you how it works. You're not really taking risks on a bunch of new stuff because you're like, boy, if this doesn't hit, I could lose my job. I could not have ratings. So you kind of have to move up through the ranks. And the easiest way to do that is to find someone to represent you, to try to get you signed at a label, because then the label goes out under an umbrella and goes, this is the artist we need to break on the radio. Now, you can also do the local station thing where you're like, hey, Saturday nights you do a local show, let me get on. Or I got a bunch of spins, I got a bunch of streams here, let me get on. But that will take you forever. Mm-hmm. So my advice is you, you have to get the right people to represent and care more than it is to get radio to care. It's hard to just be a guy and then all the radio acknowledges that you exist and plays you. Did that make sense? Yes, it does. And uh, it, I'm personally not an independent artist, but I feel like independent artists need to use it to expand country music in a whole because there's a lot of artists we don't hear on the radio that are fantastic. I agree. There's a lot of artists we don't hear on the radio that are fantastic. But if they work hard enough, then they can be heard in all the places. It's not just about radio. But I appreciate that call. I hope you have a great day. 
You too. All right, see you later. There you go. I don't think you liked that answer. (laughs) He sounded deflated. We answer a lot of your questions. We give you advice. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I need advice. I just found out that my dad is not my biological dad. We did a 23andMe kit and it showed that we have no DNA between us. I talked to both my parents. They are divorced, and they gave me the name of my biological father. Ooh, what do I do? I just found this out two days ago. I want to contact him, but what would I say? Should I write him a letter? I have his address, or should I message him through Facebook? How do I go about this? I need your advice. Thanks, I love the show. From Hope. That is heavy. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think you found this out two days ago. I don't think you do anything today. This is going to be a big step. I think you're going to need to reach out. I think this is a big step. I think you give it a week to just collect your thoughts and make sure you're not reacting and make sure you are responding to the situation. Two days in, you're still like hearing, you know how whenever you get really crazy bad news or... You're just like hearing a ringing in your ears and it's nothing else. Is, you're still in that stage right now. That's tough. This is what I would suggest you do. You wait, you wait two weeks. I know you're going to be itching to reach out. It's going to be the same situation in uh, you know, 12 days than it is now. You wait two weeks. You gather your thoughts. You, you make notes. You kind of journal a little bit each night about what you'd like to say. Because I think from that what will happen is you will start to carve what your message is. And then I think you call him if you have his number. And if you don't have his number, I think you message him and say, hey, can I call you? I just found out blank. It's going to be a shock to him too. Unless your parents have reached out to him going, hey, she's about to call you. He's probably going to hear the ringing too. (laughs) So I think a message up front to go, hey, I just found out. I would like to talk with you. Is it cool? Can I have your number? Which then gives him a bit of time to collect his thoughts. I would say write a letter, but we sent out some save the dates and they never got to people yet. <laughs> so, so I mean, the, weather, the, the mail kind of sucks. <laughs> um, I, I, I do think you, you give yourself a beat. You message him, say, I'd like to call and talk to you. This is what I found out, which gives him a beat. He doesn't need two weeks. And then you guys can have a, a conversation on the phone for the first time. And then from there, you get to, again, choose your pathway. Maybe he wants everything to do with you now as a dad. Maybe he's like, hey, that's right, but this isn't somewhere I want to go. I don't know. That's up to you guys there. Well, that's out of the mailbag's hands at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you respect yourself and give you some time. I think you respect him and give him a little bit of time. And then mostly you still respect your parents. That dad that raised you, still your dad. He sacrificed a lot to raise her. He was her dad. Mm. Still your dad. As someone who has a biological father who he doesn't know, I don't feel like that guy's my dad. But I have the right to feel that way. You have the right to feel if this new, maybe you create a new relationship with him. I did get asked recently, a couple days ago, by my cousin going, hey, are you inviting your biological father to the wedding? Your cousin asked you this? Uh-huh. My cousin, because mm-hmm. I have double cousins. They're cousins on both sides. And I asked Caitlin, I was like, dang, 
he asked me. I, don't know, I didn't think, just thought he was asking to, to be curious about it. And I was like, no, I'm not. I mean, I've talked to him in person once in 25 years. So I'm not inviting him to the wedding because I just don't want it to be weird. I don't want any part of the wedding sure. for me to be some sort of science experiment or for me to be anxious about what's going to happen. If you're going to do that at some point, it's not uh, the wedding's probably not the place to do that. Yeah. Right? I mean, we met and it was a, it was good for me to do that, but I don't think the wedding is like our big second appearance. Right. Um I I just hope I I this is great news for you to find out who it is. It stinks to find out that it happened, but it did happen. Good for you. Maybe you can have some questions answered about your life that you've always been curious about. And go forth. Give yourself a minute. Give him a minute. And then go and establish the life that you want to have. What are you going to say? Well, a personal story that maybe could shed a little perspective on the other side of it. My uncle, a few years back, found out that he had a daughter. And she was already like 40-something. And she did the same thing. She just showed up and said, hey, I'm your daughter. And, man, the the craziness that it created in that family was pretty, like, nuts. I mean, the wife couldn't couldn't handle that. The current wife couldn't handle that. And they went through a lot of problems after that because of his past, which they probably didn't handle it the right way. But, I mean, that's things you don't think about of just surprising, being like, hey, I know you don't know I'm here, but I'm your son or daughter. And then the family, current family, just kind of – Go it's a good point about the wife. Who knows the situation? I, you give everybody a little space before you, you barge in. Listen, it happened to Arkansas Keith. I remember one day you got a phone call. They're like, what? Next thing you know, I think she was 12 or 13. Mm. She moved in. That was the daughter. We were like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what his mind was because I don't know if he knew there was a chance. I don't know. But I just remember one day I'm getting a phone call and next thing you know, we have somebody, a new one new person living in the house. We lived in a 900-square-foot house. Wow. Me, my sister, this is when I was 13 or 14, so I was already a teen. That's why I moved into the camper. I lived in the camper for a year. Me, my sister, Arkansas Keith, my mom, his daughter, and then another daughter. Six people lived in a 900-square-feet house. And this happened while you were there? Oh, yeah. I was 13, yeah. 13 14 years old. Yep, it's a thing. Try to be as mature as you can about it. It's a shock. Yeah. Good luck. That's my advice. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Well, I got serious real quick, huh? Real serious. If you want to reach out and be a part of the mailbag, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Thank you, guys. Let's go over and talk to Courtney in South Dakota. Courtney, thank you for calling the show. What's going on? Hey, your book, Fell Until You Don't, is the best book that I've read. And I'll be honest, I don't read a lot of books. I usually, oh, I'm an inspirational person, so I'll buy some, like, you know, Dr. Phil's wife did a bunch, and I'll crack it open, and I'll start to read it, and I'll be like, nope, this ain't it. Your book blew me out of the water. Oh, thanks, Courtney. I appreciate that. You know, I've been reading a book called, uh, it's, it's called uh, Switch Your Mind or something. I like a lot of these brain books, and there's a exercise yeah. in it to get to sleep, and I, I have trouble sleeping. But this has been working for me the last few nights. It's called Shift Your Mind. Okay. That's the book? I think so. <laughs> I still don't really know. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Under the, where they go, hey, count sheep, and that's how you fall asleep. You know, kind of the same type of thing, but it doesn't work for me. I go one sheep, two sheep, 
three. Next thing you know, you're at a million. Um, well, no, not even that. I just start associating numbers with other things. <laughs> three dominoes. I'm like three of diamonds. Remember that time I lost all that money playing blackjack? And then it's as a whole, I'm spiraling in a bad direction. Um, yeah, it's called Shift Your Mind, Nine Mental Shifts to Thrive in Preparation and Performance. Um, what, they, what the guy says to do is, because he works with a lot of athletes and performers on how to make their mind right when it's time to perform. And a lot of people who think a lot, even he works with big business people, what, they're always thinking. And I feel like me, I can't stop my mind sometimes. He says, what you do is you act like you're putting to sleep each part of your body on the way down. Like you start at your forehead. You're like, all right, forehead's rested. Feels good. Let's go to my nose. Nose is rested. Let's go to my lips. Lips, And you go all the way down. You don't skip any body parts. And he's like, and if you go all the way down and you make it, go back up. And he's like, most people will fall asleep really? by the time they go all the way back up. And you tried this? The last couple nights I did try and it worked. Where do, where are you falling asleep? Belly button? I don't know because I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you ever make it to the feet and come back up? I haven't like, made so, it all the way down. Why really? It I have that well. I have, th- I have three different exercises I do now to fall asleep. Now this is my newest one where I go down the body and then I'll go. I haven't gone up the body yet. Um, but I often do top five moments in Razorback history that I've seen with my own eyes <laughs> and I'll go, okay, number five. And, and I'll do even Arkansas athletes, like my favorite athletes. And I'll also do favorite Chicago Cubs moments. And I can kind of count through them because those are my two favorite teams. And usually I'll fall asleep before I get to one. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So it is about taking your mind off of whatever your mind is doing that keeps you awake. Because wow. sleep is a big problem for me. But I don't talk about sleep in my book at all. Probably because I was awake doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Courtney, that's very kind of you. Would you recommend my book, Fail Until You Don't, to uh, other people? Oh, of course. I was I, Like I was telling the lady that answered the phone, I dropped out of school, out of college, and then I heard you on the radio talking about it, like the day it came out. And I bought it, and... Then I got back into school and I graduated and now me and my husband are starting fertility nice. and I'm getting back to that. Oh God, I'm going to fail, you know, and so I pulled it off my shelf the other day and I've started reading it all over again. Well, I love it. That's a huge compliment and I hope it helps you in your life. And there are a lot of stories now that help me in mine because I asked some friends of mine to, to lo- loan their stories to me. Chris Stapleton, Charles Eston, the governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, like tell me about your failures. So it doesn't make everybody feel so lonely while they're failing. But thank you very much. This feels like an infomercial, but I'm glad, though, I could share the sleeping thing with you guys. All right, Courtney, appreciate that. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. By the way, you can get it on Amazon if you want. Fail until you don't. By me, Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. Bobby Bones. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Eric Church announced his Gather Again Arena tour for this fall. The tour is launching on September 17th in Lexington, Kentucky. He plans to hit 55 cities before wrapping up the tour in May of 2022. The nominees for the iHeartRadio Music Awards are in. Nominees for Country Artist of the Year include Blake Shelton, Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, Marin Morris, and Thomas Rhett. You can see all the nominees at bobbybones.com and catch the show airing on May 27th on iHeartRadio stations. Zach Brown Band announced a live stream concert on May 8th. They'll perform live from the Southern Ground Studio in Nashville for the first time ever. You can get tickets at sessionslive.com. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Ben is a cart dude at a grocery store in Illinois, and he's out in the parking lot picking up some carts when all of a sudden he hears, honk, 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 and some car just honk. He turns around, and the car was trying to alert him that someone's 
cart was running away with a baby in it. It was going oh, down oh, the hill because the woman had whoa. the woman had turned to put her groceries in the car. <laughs> oh, it was on no. the hill. There goes the baby, and Ben says, na, 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 and he runs. What song and, was that? I think he's trying to do Chariots, Chariots of Fire, Fire. Yeah, but it's it. nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we, we, we got it, though. Go ahead. And he ran and saved it before it hit the stop sign, before it went out in traffic. Oh, wow. Woo! That could have been catastrophic. Yeah. Why didn't the person honking the horn get out and chase it down? <laughs> well, because they're buckled they in. like five times. But they're buckled in. They got to put it in park. Get okay, the watch this. Off. Watch this. Unbuckle park. And then you're out saving? Unbuckle park. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I'm good for that. Good for that guy, though. What's his name? Do you know his name? His name is Ben Mazur. M A Z U R. I don't know how to say it. Nice job, Ben Mazur. Ben Mazur. <laughs> That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Amy is not here, but we're still gonna play Lunchbox versus Amy, and we thought, who can we get to replace Amy for this bit? And Abby, our phone screener's name was most like Amy. <laughs> So, Lunchbox, this is a win. Hey, this is an easy win for you or what? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Lay up. Lay up. Hey, <laughs> Thank I, you. Hey, Abby, no offense, but you're not there. You're not there. You're not on Amy's level. And oh, you're probably right. You're probably nervous because you're in the big leagues. Yeah. You're, yeah. And you're little... sitting in Amy's chair. She's in the studio. I mean, that's oh, what's no. scary. Usually you're in the glass room so that no one can see. You <laughs> Guys, are leave front her alone. center. I don't want to let Amy down. Abby, how you, tell, tell, tell all our listeners a little something about yourself. <sighs> a little something about myself. Yeah, like where are you from? I'm from Wichita. Kansas. I went to we, KU. We have two Kansas yes. women on the show. But we didn't know each other until she moved to Nashville, which so is crazy. You're from Wichita. Mm -hmm. You went to Kansas. Yes. Anything else about you? Uh, I love music. Nice. Love working out. Okay. Boxing. Nice. Yes. All right. There you go. Are you I'm sure so you're excited. not you and Morgan aren't the same person? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Us Kansas girls are all the same, you know? Right. All right. Lunchbox. Abby, are you ready to play Lunchbox versus yeah! Amy? Okay, so what will happen is, by the way, Lunchbox is up two to zero. Oh, Abby, don't let Amy go down three nothing. Woo! Pressure's uh -huh. on you. She's not going to like you if you miss it. I know. Let's go. <laughs> we typed in trivia questions for dudes, and Abby, you'll get these questions. See how many you can get. Number one, Blue Thunder, Monster Mutt, and Gravedigger are names of what? Blue Thunder... Monster what? Mutt and Gravedigger are names of what? Oh my gosh, really? Monster Trucks. Correct. What? Yeah! <laughs> 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 okay, here we go. Okay. Go. I'm not happy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what garden tools sometimes have something called a bump feed? What garden tools sometimes have something on it called a bump feed? A rake. A rake is incorrect. incorrect. Oh. Lunchbox, can you steal that? Yeah, it's the weed eater. It is the oh. weed eater. That's right. Oh, okay. One to one. Your final question, Abby. Frankie Munez recently welcomed a newborn. He played what child in a 2000 family sitcom? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Malcolm. Malcolm. Yes, Malcolm. It's kind of uh, a weird question. He played what child? Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle. Mal yes. There you go. That's yeah. correct. There you go. Two out of three. Okay, okay let's go. Two out of three. Well, let's Lunchbox. Go. <laughs> let's go. Okay, sorry. Let's go. <laughs> Lunchbox, you have three questions. We typed in trivia questions for ladies. This yep. is what they gave us. Let's go. Mystic Pizza is set to debut on Broadway later this year. She won't be in the stage version, 
But what superstar starred in the original movie Mystic Pizza? Hmm. <laughs> Mystic Pizza is set to debut on Broadway later this year. This actress will not be in the stage version, but she starred in the original. Oh, gosh. I've heard of this movie. Uh, I thought it was a real place, though. Maybe I thought it was a restaurant. Uh, yeah. Show me show me that girl that's on there. Give me... Let's try Drew Barrymore. That's a good guess. Yeah, I mean, that just sounds like kind of a movie she'd be in. It does. That's incorrect. That is a good guess. Can you steal, Abby? I actually can't. I don't even know what that... No. Do you want to guess? No, I've never even heard of it. Um, Halle Berry. Oh my Incorrect. God. Oh. The answer would have been Julia Roberts. Oh. Lunchbox. Yep. Which supermodel recently shut down her Twitter account? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I know this. I, th- I think she was a supermodel. I've seen her in a bikini. Give me Chrissy Teigen. Correct. Yeah! Wow, wow, wow. The wow. score is two to two. We're going to the final question Woo! here. Guys, I've seen her in a bikini. She was in Sports Illustrated. Come no, on, guys. Not it. a creep. Abby, you nervous? Yes. Do you want to win this? Of course. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Lunchbox, your final question. Yeah. What drama made the Cosmopolitan a very popular cocktail? Ah. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That's the one. It's with... um. You know it? You don't know it, Abby? <laughs> you don't know it? Ah, oh, man, that's the girls. It's the girl one. They made a movie. Um, Five seconds? It's, um, um, uh, oh, no. Sex in the City. Ah. Oh, my God, he knew it. <laughs> what a jerk. The whole time. He answered a Sex in the City, and he wins. <laughs> How do you okay. feel? You came in representing Amy and you did not win. I didn't get zero, so I'm glad of that. But you didn't win. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Amy. <laughs> I feel bad. Sorry. If she's listening right now on the podcast, oh yeah, what would you like? <laughs> mm-hmm, what would you like to say to her? I'm sorry for letting you down and representing you terribly. Yeah. Oh, I think it cut out. And so now you're going back to the phone. I am. Yes, yeah. I guess that's where I belong. Yeah, you got to get out. Yeah, you got to get out. That's where I belong. <laughs> She's like degrading herself. Back at the phones. <laughs> Abby answers our phones. How's that going? Are people nicer to you? Yeah, they're actually really nice. Yeah. When I first started, they weren't. So what would they much, say to you when you first started? Like if I wouldn't let them on or something. I don't do it on purpose so they can't talk. It yeah. just doesn't really like fit in. They're like, why don't you let me talk? People would say that to you. Yeah. Or they'd call back too. They would pitch you the idea. You'd say no. They'd call back with the same idea or would they make their pitch a little better? Oh Yeah, they would. I mean, no, the same, basically the same thing. Did you ever get fooled and then put them on the second time they came on? <laughs> no, I know. They, they try to fool me too with their voice. It's funny. Do you have I'm any like, of this? I know you. Oh, they do that? Like, hey, I was like, uh, like uh, <laughs> they do that? I'm like, didn't I just talk to you? They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know any of the callers by just hearing their voice when they call in? Mm-hmm. There's a few regulars that, that I know. Yeah. Like who? Um. Well, there's one, Don, that calls all the time. From where? Uh, I don't even know where. He Is that a guy, where? Don? Yeah, but he always requests songs, so. We don't, we don't even do, do we even care about song requests? <laughs> I mean yeah. that in the, in, the, in the most honest way. I don't, we don't play many songs, and I think there's just like three of them already programmed in that our um, music guys do. 
Oh, so I can say that now? Because <laughs> I was just like, I'll write it down and see what we can do. I mean, I guess you can write it down because if it's something... <laughs> I, I, know. I guess if you show me a note and I'm like, you know, I've thought about that. We should get that back. So, okay, sure. But really, we're not a, the song request show. Okay. Uh, but I appreciate you coming in and filling Thank in for Thank you for Amy. letting me. You're I'm welcome. sorry I let her down. Back to the phones. There she is. Abby, our phone yeah. scooter, everybody. So you tried to call where? Uh, pharmacy. And say what? I wanted to see how much it was to buy a filled out vaccination card. <laughs> Did they think that you were buying it though because you lost yours? No, I. he was just like, yeah, you just get the shot and you get the vaccination card. And so I was like, no, 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 I don't believe in vaccinations. I just want the card <laughs> so I can go on vacation because it made me think about it. We read stories oh, about man. them being for sale online mm-hmm. and then also Raymundo threw his away. So I was like, I wonder if they would just sell me one. Do you ever get yours back, Ray? Yeah, I'm all good to go. I get the second shot any day now. What do you mean any day now? I should tell you what day to go in. I need to make sure it's exactly three weeks, and then I'm able to go in. You don't even have to make an appointment now. You just show up. Right. I, I'm double. I'm, I'm all good. Lunchbox is I'm all good. I'm double. You're almost there. Yep. Mike? Tom- oh, tomorrow. Whoa. Eddie? Next week. Morgan, you don't have a shot yet, though, because you have a thing. Yeah, I'm waiting it out to see when my doctor gives me the full approval. All right, here is Lunchbox calling to buy a vaccination card. Uh, yeah, how's it going, man? You guys give the uh, COVID vaccine shots, correct? Uh, yes, sir, we do. Cool. Well, I was wondering how much it would cost me to get a COVID vaccine uh, vaccination card. Uh, well, the, the shot's uh, free if covered by your insurance, so then you just get the card after that. Yeah, well, no, I mean just like just the card. If I want to get a card filled out by you guys, how much do I have to pay? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't really understand just the card. Yeah, well, see, I'm the, the whole shot thing. I'm not really down with the shot thing. And <laughs> some places are like, oh, you got to show your vaccination card if you want to go here or go there. So I'm wondering how much I got to pay for you to fill out a vaccination card for me. Well, we, we only fill those cards out for people who get the shot. That's the point of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. You know, like only for people get the shot, quote unquote. Let's say, you know, Jason Gibble, <laughs> businessman making business deals, you know, slides $100 on that uh, counter. Can you fill out the vaccination card for me? No, I, 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 no, I absolutely won't. Have a great day. Nobody's going to take you up on this offer. Goodbye. That's it. That's he it. Shut it down quick. I mean, hundred bucks. He was like, "I'm out." I thought you should have gone a little stronger than hundred. Well, I was, I was gonna. I thought he was negotiating with me, but and, ah, he didn't have time. Yeah, that's bad. That would be bad news if he, if he was like, "I tell you what, buddy, oh. two fifty, you got to do." I question what everybody's doing. Yeah. All right, nice job, Lunchbox. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Disney World announced yesterday it will allow guests to take their masks off and take photos outdoors. There we go. Which makes sense. Right. You're in Disney. You want to take a picture without a mask. Yeah, of course you do. Take your mask off. Also, you're outdoors. That should have always been the rule outdoors. Because you can walk around and eat with your mask off. Why couldn't you pull your mask off? Take a little picture. Anyway, I'm glad it's a rule. I like where we're going. Good. So, in a seemingly absurd study, U.S. researchers found that redheads have a high pain tolerance due to a mechanism that ups their susceptibility to sunburns. Oh. Huh. The research found that the cells that determine skin color, called melanocytes, play a large role in deciding how people experience pain. And red-haired people have a faulty system. They can't process enough dark pigment to tan, which has added 
their ability to not be hurt in other ways. That's amazing. Weird, huh? What if we found out they're all superheroes and yeah. they just didn't know it yet? <laughs> hmm. uh, so if you have red hair, the, the rarest color, you have a melacortin 1, which actually allows you to accept more pain. That's cool. Weird, huh? Hula hoops are the latest 1950s fad that have been resurrected by the pandemic. Heck, we were doing one at the house right in peak quarantine. Oh, I do remember that. And I stunk at it. I used to think I was pretty good at a hula hoop. Caitlin could crush it. Could you do it? No, no, no. I can't even get two spins. Yeah, I could get... It's no. just my hips don't move that way. Mm. And the thing about hips is they also don't lie. <laughs> okay, Shakira. Mm-hmm. Who would win in a hula hoop contest on the show? Probably Morgan. For uh, sure. For sure, Morgan. I feel like I still got it. Yeah. Ray, can you hula hoop? Oh, yeah. No way. No. I can take him to down. No oh, way. we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. But there's, there's no way. I don't. You think you can beat her at a hula hoop? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm flexible. I'm actually a good dancer, and it all equates to being great at the hula hoop. Good dancer? Are you a good dancer? Yes. Broadway. I tore it up. I was the mayor of Lower Broadway. Oh, I thought you meant like the theater shows. Yeah, me too. I was like, you were in Wicked? (laughs) (laughs) What can we put on the line here? Like, whenever I do something stupid, you guys make me do dumb things, so we can think about that. Let me think about that. Uh, Girl in a Country Song from Maddie and Tay. You guys know this song right yeah. here. Here we go. Being a girl in a country song. From Sounds Like Nashville. It says Maddie and Tay appeared on Bobby Bones' new show, On Time with Bobby Bones, which aired on Twitch. During the interview, they talked about Girl in a Country Song, and they said, hey, we probably wouldn't have put it out today. I saw that. Yeah, here's a clip. Ooh. I don't think we would have had the guts to release that song. Today? Yeah. And on, I don't 100%. We, we would have yeah. released it. Kind of like Guns a Blazin'. We didn't know any better. And we didn't care because we care. were so green. We're like, yeah, who cares? Like, this Doesn't is what really. we want to say. And then I was like, oh, dang. But now as being 25 and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't think we would have had the courage to release so that song. So if we were to write it now, it'd probably be like a bland vanilla <laughs> I thought that was fun, and I didn't think much about that during that conversation, but they picked it up. You can actually hear that show. I put it up on the BobbyCast podcast. Oh, that's cool. So you can hear my Twitch talk show, which we'll do another one in a couple And of Ryan weeks. Hurd's on that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for you. And we played Jenga on the show last time. This time, for next episode, I bought, Battleship. I, no, I bought a big Jenga board. Oh. <laughs> we played normal Jenga, but I bought one of those that are like five feet tall. Yes. So when it collapses, somebody dies. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the fun of it. And who's the guest that we might lose on that one? Well, I haven't announced it yet. I, I'm close to having them lined up. Okay. It's two different guests. Uh, finally, more than half of us think eating is a form of therapy, and it's also the best part of our day. No, I, nothing relates to me more than this. For sure. I can't wait for food. What's your time of day that you look forward all to? All times. I love cereal all the time. I love cereal at breakfast. I love cereal as a snack. I love cereal after lunch. Mm-hmm. I love cereal after dinner. Oh. Last night, I had cereal after dinner as oh a dessert. I, I love, love cereal. it. Cereal is the best. I love food. I love eggs from my head down to my legs. I love food. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes when I'm feeling bad, I eat food. When I'm feeling sad, I eat food. When I'm happy, I reward myself with food. It is not a good cycle to be in, but I love it. A new poll found 55% of Americans think that eating can be a form of therapy. And three out of five people say it's often their best part of their day. Yeah. I agree. The top foods we look forward to eating are? Pizza. Boom, one. Ice cream. Oh, but I love ice cream, too. I'd put that on there. Pizza, burgers, pasta, barbecue, and Asian food. Oh, okay. So not desserts, just food. Pizza? Mm. Barbecue? Mmm, delicious. Mm-hmm. Pasta? Eh. It's fine. Spaghetti? I can eat the crap out of eh. some spaghetti. I'm okay with that. Burgers are good. Don't do a lot of burgers. I don't do a lot of red meat. 
generally. Um, Asian food. Dude, I can eat a bunch of Asian food. Well, I do, but then I'm hungry like five minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A Minnesota surfer is being recognized for his heroic actions after rescuing a dog and a man from Lake Superior. Darby Vokes was surfing in the lake when a woman in a wheelchair approached him and said, Hey, can I get some help? She explained that her dog had gotten loose and jumped into the water, and her aide went in after him, and then they both needed help getting out of the water. So Darby, again, the guy that was surfing in the lake here. By the way, Lake Superior. Big lake. It wasn't That's like, like an ocean. It wasn't like Lake Hamilton near my house. That's <laughs> huge. <laughs> yes. Darby ran over 50 feet to locate the dog in person, without question, jumped in, saved them. They both got out. They were chilly. Police, firefighters, all got to the scene. They said, not all heroes wear capes. Here is Darby explaining what happened. Can you please help? Can you please help? My dog is drowning in the water, and I think my aide went in after him. I dropped my surfboard, and I just started running to the end of the pier. I'm not seeing anything. Then all of a sudden, I just hear like a loud bellowing, help. And he's screaming from the water, help, help. I can't swim. Help. And he saved him. Oh, that's awesome. It guy sounds like a Darby, too. Like, yeah. he really fit that voice. Yeah, the surfer Darby. That was good. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. On Friday's show, tomorrow, around this time, Chris Stapleton will be on the show. Confirmed, ready to go. Woo. And I think he's going to play, too. Oh, is he? Whoa. I think so. Oh, that's going to be so Is that a so thumbs good. up, Scooby Steve? Yeah, he's performing, yeah. Chris Stapleton on the show, yes. performing tomorrow. Yeah. Boom. Uh, Amy's not here. Raymundo will be handling the morning corny that is investigative. Our little team here will try to figure out the joke. We, we got have, it. We have 90 seconds. Ray, how'd you find this one? Uh, Mike D. Oh, that's a good answer. All right. <laughs> Mike D gave it to him. All right, let's go. The morning corny. What kind of tea is hardest to swallow? What kind of tea is hardest to swallow? Oh, uh, it's easy. Spilled 90 tea. seconds. What is it? Spilled tea. Is it a riddle? Spilled tea? Yeah, spill. You spill the tea. How we spill the tea on each oh, other? Oh, the spilled tea. I was gonna go iced tea, but that's not hard to swallow. I would think tea would just be a part of the word. Oh, uh, oh, golf tea. I would just think but it would be a funny. part. I would think. Oh, t-shirt. <laughs> there we go. That's probably that, that's funnier. T-shirt. I mean, I mean, you can't swallow a t-shirt. Can't be cut in small pieces. <laughs> okay, no, but it's the you're... hardest to swallow. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with going with that. I just think that tea is in the word, and we're not just not finding it. Like, we... what's hard to take with tea in it? Oh, I got it. What? Reality. That's it. Reality. It's a, yeah, it has a T. Yes. That, that, that's it. That's way better than T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to what commit about, to T-shirt. What about spilled tea? <laughs> no, it's got to be with tea in it that we didn't see. Right? It's hard to accept. Reality. Yeah, that's good. Reality. Yeah. That's it. I go, that's it. We didn't commit early. We feel good about this. I feel good about it. Okay, hit it, Ray. The morning corny. What kind of tea is hardest to swallow? Well, Ray, thanks for asking. <laughs> We're going to go with reality. The answer is reality. Hey! Good job, Lunchbox. Here we go. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. They say one of the main reasons that you could be gaining weight and you not knowing why is that you're going to bed after midnight. Oh. Do you ever stay up late and then come in early? Uh, no, rarely, unless there's like a, a game. 
Like so, like Monday Night Football sometimes and then go into overtime, I'll come in. I'll do that. According to a new study, people who go to sleep late, even if they get enough sleep, tend to also have a poor diet and are putting themselves at great risk of becoming obese. They say the body was made to go to bed before midnight. So when you stay up, you're sabotaging your next day's meals, your diet, your workout routine. Mm. You're kind of taking everything off, and it takes a while to get it back. Saturdays. What time do you go to bed? Saturday night where you don't have to get up early on Sunday. Uh, 9.30 or 10. Oh, so you don't stay up late. Uh-uh. I try to wake up at the same time if I can or close to it every day. I don't wake up at, the, at, at morning show time, but I try to stay early and keep myself on a schedule because it's easier for me to fill in those, those good things as well. Eat the same time. Try to eat healthy. Try to get my exercise in. So I do try to keep a, a pattern. Repetition's good. You? I try to, man, like last week, somewhere last week, I fell out of just like the routine of things. I was staying up late playing video games, and man, it messes you up. Like if you're not getting up the same time you normally do, you're not eating like you said, uh, It's I was out of whack until Tuesday, and I you're, felt it. You're still playing video games? Yeah, a little bit. Man, I just can't find the time anymore. Really? Now that the world's opening back up, I got places to go, got people to see. To do, yeah. yeah. I haven't played in a month. Not probably. me, man. When everyone goes to bed in the house, I'm like, video game time. Yeah, four kids, though. <laughs> Different. Uh, voicemail number one. This is the Price family from Virginia Beach. Morning studio. My entire family bet on March Madness. And I just happened to pick Baylor because of listening to you guys. And it was Amy's pick. So needless to say, Baylor won. And I won. And I just wanted to let you guys know because of it being Amy's pick, I went in and donated half of those winnings to um, the Shop Forward and Pimp and Joy. Just so thankful for you guys and everything you do. I'm glad Amy wasn't here because she would have never let us hear the end of that one. <laughs> I forgot she picked Baylor. I didn't realize we all she picked, picked a Baylor. team. I didn't either. Uh, here is Sarah from Iowa. Hey, guys. I'm on a run. I'm super out of shape and exhausted. I'm listening to your show. And it's giving me life, making fun of Lunchbox. And the slogans of the electric company is just literally it's making me laugh out loud while I'm running, which is making it harder. But I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Stop Stop talking for a minute. Uh, Let's do one more. Hey, Bobby Bone Show. I'm out here with my fiance at the golf course, and I was just thinking about some of our favorite segments. He's listened to your show for a few years, and I'm a new listener as of a year. And we both really enjoyed when you guys did that food bracket, um, and it came down to Cinnamon Toast Crunch being the best one. So we were both just wondering when you guys are going to do that again. Love your show. Shout out to my fiance, Jacob. Yeah. That was Raymundo. Remember food feud. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, maybe we'll get that going in the summertime again. All right, thank you guys for your calls and your voicemails. Hit them up, 877-77-BOBBY, if you want to leave us a voicemail. Let's see how we feel about this. Give me some dramatic courtroom music, please. I feel like we have one versus the other. A stay-at-home mom of four is fed up with her husband, expecting her to drop everything to do his job-related paperwork at a moment's notice. She already has a full plate with managing her household and raising the kids, so she wants to charge him for these tasks. Ooh. Read the story on Reddit, and she did a whole thing where she was asking for advice. Now, you said she's a stay-at-home mom of four, right? Yes. Okay. Just making like, sure. Hey, he's calling me to do all this stuff. I'm going to charge him 50 bucks for every single task that I'm doing outside of the job that I'm already doing. She asks, is it wrong to be charging for the work? Let's say we're all the judge here. Lunchbox, you go first. Oh, yeah. 
All right, lady, you want to charge me for the work? Guess what? That banana you're having for breakfast, that's going to be a dollar. What? That, yeah, because she, <laughs> she doesn't have a job, so she's not bringing in any income. She's not putting groceries on the table. So if you're going to charge me for doing the work that I am bringing in income, then I'm going to charge you for the food that I'm bringing in. I'm going to charge you for the roof over your head. And let's see how far that $50 goes. She has lost her mind charging her husband when he's out there working. But isn't she working at home? Absolutely. Managing four kids? Isn't that just as valuable as what he's doing out on the you know the, out, out in the real world? No, you can hire a babysitter. Money. That costs money though. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. But what she is do- what he is doing, he's out there working. He needs a little help with the paperwork. Hey, pick up your end of the bargain when the kids are napping. Go ahead. They're not busy all the time at a stay-at-home mom. I'm sorry, but she has lost her mind. She starts charging, then he charges for everything around the house. You want to use the TV? That's $50. <laughs> but again, he wouldn't be able to go to work and have the life that he gets to have without her being home with the kids. And that doesn't affect you at all. You're, no, because okay. she could get a job and hire a babysitter. Eddie, what do you think about this? Okay, so when you started reading that, that sounds a lot like my household. I'm the I'm the working husband. She's my wife's the stay at home mom of four, uh, and I've also held the whole you know like well I work kind of thing. So I'm not gonna do all this stuff that you normally do. Like that's kind of that's how we split our duties. I go to work and I do that, and then you kind of this is your domain, the house, and you take care of all that. However, if I were to ask her to help me with something like, will you edit this video for me? You know, you edit videos or whatever. That's not her domain. That's not how we've set it up. She is the household. The She runs the, the, the house. So, no, you can't ask her to do that. And if you do, then she's right. $50. Charge the man. Yes, especially if they've split up duties like that. I say she's in the right. Do you ever get into arguments at your house about, I work, I bring in the money, I get to make the decisions? Okay, so the la- the last argument we had, and seriously, I don't know if she's taking me serious on this, but I really do feel about this. Like, every time I make money, say, like, on a bet, like $20. Like, the other day we were playing golf, and I kissed a goat, and you guys paid me $20, right? I had $20 cash in my wallet, and I'm proud of that 20 because I kissed a goat for it. But then one of my sons has a book fair coming. She's like, hey, do you have cash in your wallet? I'm like, I got 20 in there, but I, I, I earned that. And she's like, can the kid have it so you can get a book at the book fair? I'm like, like at some point, dad wants to keep his money that he earned, you know? And, and I'm not saying my paycheck, but th- that was $20. And I feel like every time I get cash in my wallet, guess where it goes? A book fair. It goes to desserts. It goes to, hey, I need cash to pay the, the lady that did this or whatever. And well, I never get to keep that cash. Isn't it community pot, though? Any money you get, period? Look, my paycheck is community pot. Like, 100%. I work. I don't even see the check. It gets spent on whatever our family spends. The cash in my wallet, though, for kissing a goat, I want to enjoy that. What are you going to say, Lunchbox? But if she wasn't at home watching the kids, you wouldn't have the chance to go play golf. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what Bones said, and you said point Bones. So you, you said one thing, and you're arguing for another. I'm just saying that sometimes I like to, I'd like to enjoy the cash that I've, I've earned. But in the, the scenario that we have in our house and what the agreement we have is that I work and she runs the house. So if that's the scenario they have too in this in this situation, then she needs to charge her 50 bucks. We're split on you two. Yep. I agree with her. Yes. That's right. Yes. I think he's not valuing what she does at home oh as much as he God. should. She's making sure they can live the life they want to live. It's 50-50.
Man, my wife doesn't get a break. Like, it's hard, hard work what they do. Does anyone else think it's they side with him? Oh, speak now or forever hold your peace. Otherwise, we award this to her. And oh, yes, this is Nico Jackson. <laughs> oh, we got Nico Jackson oh, on. What's up, Nico? Nico, what'd you think? Listen, back in my day, that's what the woman did. She stayed home. She took care of the kids. And if I needed a little extra help, she did that. I we didn't was... realize Nico was old. Did no. you guys realize Nico was like 80? No, I didn't know that. Now, I just thought Ni- he had a weird voice. No, Nico's in his 60s. Oh. Nico Jackson. So, yes, I agree with the man. <laughs> okay. Huh, now we're split again. She went. No, you know what? <laughs> Nico's only half a vote. She wins. Pay the lady. Pay Just him. be more respectful to her. That's what it comes down to. It's now time for the hardest game on the radio. It's called Never Gonna Get It. We call it that because mostly you don't get the question right. But let's bring on our caller. This is Ralphie in Texas. Ralphie, how are you? What's going on, Bobby? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm going to give you a chance here to win $50 Marathon Gas gift card. All you have to do is decide if someone, Lunchbox, yep. Eddie, Morgan number 2, or Raymundo, yeah! if they can get the question right. I'll ask the question, and then we'll talk about it. You guys ready over there? Yeah, it should be pretty easy. You could spend hundreds of dollars on one of these, or just a couple of bucks, but the average one will cost you $15.23. What is it? It's easy. What? You could spend hundreds of dollars on one of these, or you could just spend a couple bucks, but the average one will cost you $15.23. Hey, Ralphie, you heard that question. Do you think you know the answer? No, I have no idea. What would you think it was? If you Heck, if you get it right, I'll give you the prize. <laughs> You could spend um, hundreds of dollars on one of these or just a couple of bucks. The average one costs $15.23. What would you guess, Ralphie? I was going to say maybe like a pair of shoes. A pair of shoes. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cheap. Couple, average of a couple of dollars. Yeah. But you could spend hundreds of dollars, and I got a bunch of shoes when I was a kid from yard sales. Okay. For 25 cents. Huh. That's right. So he says pair of shoes. I'll tell you right now, that is not right. Oh, Maybe He wasn't trying to play the game. He's just trying. So, Ralphie. Do you think any of these four get it right? I'm going to let you just go yes or no, 50-50. Do you, you have all four of them here. Do you think any of them get it right? I do. Oh Yeah, Ralphie, that's what's up, dude, because I got it right, buddy. You're about okay. to win. Okay. He thinks one of you will get it right. If one of you get it right, Ralphie wins the prize. I mean, Lunchbox went quick. He, he said he knew it right away. he always does that, well, that's though. true. He always does that. He's, okay. <laughs> you could spend hundreds of dollars on one, uh, on one of these or just a couple of bucks. The average was 15 bucks. What is it? Come to you last, Lunchbox. Okay. Raymundo. I'm going with phone case. You can get the designer ones that are really expensive with diamonds on them or a couple bucks if it's fake. Okay. He says a phone case. That is incorrect. Morgan. I don't think it's right, but a pair of jeans. A pair of jeans. You can't spend hundreds of dollars on them. Average price, $15. The answer is a not a pair of jeans. <laughs> All right, Ralphie, we're down to two. <laughs> These two dudes. Eddie. I'm going to go with plates. You can get cheap, cheap plates. You know what I'm saying? Dollar plates here, there, whatever. But you see like on those antique road shows, hundreds of dollars for this plate made of China. So I'm going to go plates. You don't like that answer, Lunchbox? No. Think it's a terrible answer? Terrible answer. Well, plates is wrong. Ah, hate it when you do that. 
Ralphie, it's just up to Lunchbox. Do you feel confident he's going to get this right? I do, man. I think Lunchbox is underrated. I, I think he got it for me. That's right, Ralphie. You can change <laughs> You can change your answer right now to no, he doesn't. So it's just down to Lunchbox. Do you think he gets it, yes or no? Up for grabs is your prize. No, I'm, I'm going yes. Okay. I'm that. Lunchbox, what do you have? Well, at first, first thing that popped in my head, domain names. Go buy a website. And then I was like, that's a terrible answer. So I switched it. Mm. And I looked at Bobby, and I was like, what is it? And I, Bobby has a nice pair of glasses on his face right now. And I was like, glasses can be expensive, or they can be cheap when you're checking out of the checkout stand. Or there's something that... <laughs> See, this is what goes through my did you, head. Did you push glasses aside as well? Well, I pushed glasses aside. So first, hold on. You pushed domain names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I saw that, that was that dumb. That ran its course, right, dummy? That ran its course. Then glasses. <laughs> glasses. And then you're like, that's pretty good, but still kind of dumb. Kind of dumb. Yeah. And then I thought about, oh, you know what we did a couple weeks ago is Eddie, Mr. Wine Connoisseur, we, there's bottles of wine that are hundreds of dollars, but there's also bottles of wine that Dang. are $2. That's the so good. The average price of a bottle of wine is $15.46, and so that why, that is why the answer is bottles of wine. Boom! Never yeah. going to get it. Did you push that aside? Say, that's dumb. <laughs> I didn't push that I mean, aside. That's what you're I committed to. I grabbed onto it, took a sip, and I was like, that tastes like a $15.46 bottle of wine. Well, it's $15.23. Oh, $15.23. You know it's 15 And okay. what's the cheapest? $1, $2, what'd you say? Yeah, a couple of dollars. You said you can get it for a couple bucks. You could spend uh-huh. hundreds of dollars on these or just a couple of bucks. Yeah, no. But the average one costs you $15.23. And that's a bottle of wine, guys. <laughs> Ralphie, you heard Lunch's answer. I'll let you say he did not get it right if you want. Heck, he can have all three of them. He can have domain names, oh. glasses, and wine. Ooh. And if any of them hit, you win. Ralphie. Yeah, just... I'm, I'm still thinking he gets it. I got faith in him. Which one do you think it is? I think it's wine. You also think it's wine. He also thinks it's a bottle of wine. That's smart. That's how you do process of elimination, folks. You come up with an answer. You're like, ah, oh, it's a dumb think tank idea, and you move on. Let's go. Hit it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think it is, yes or no? Uh, I think the best option he has is wine. The two are just really dumb. I'll say this. It's not domain names. Yeah, definitely not domain names. I know. Hey, that's I think, why I pushed it aside. Yeah. It's not glasses. I think he has a shot at the wine. Morgan? I feel like it's right. You can get wine for like three bucks. Yeah, exactly. Guys, I'm telling you, the average bottle of wine, $15. Yeah. If it's wine, are you going to go crazy? Yeah, I am. I'm ready to jump out of this chair. <laughs> Ralphie's going to go nuts, too. Ralphie may crash his car. Hopefully you're not driving, Ralphie. Ralphie, are you driving right now? No, I'm parked. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Hey, hey, Ralphie, when we win, start honking that horn. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, for sure, man. I got the loud horns for you, too. Let's go. Well, here you go, kids. You could spend hundreds of dollars on one of these or just a couple of bucks, but the average one will cost you $15.23. The answer is a bottle of wine. Honk it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ralphie. You win. Lunchbox, you win. Nice job. Never going to get it. He got it today. 
Uh, everybody wins. That's funny. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So there's a mom in California that likes to take her two-year-old son for a jog in the morning, and they go by the UPS hub where all the trucks, the brown trucks are there, and they take off for delivery. Well, the two-year-old Marco, he loves to stand there and wave to all the trucks as they drive by. Well, UPS has realized that Marco does this every morning, and they say, you know what? He puts a smile on our face every time we drive by. So they got together, and they gifted him a little mini UPS truck that he can actually drive, like a toy truck. That you can sit in. Yeah, that you can sit in, and pajamas that are in a like a uniform, a UPS uniform. So he dresses like him now and he goes That's in his little funny. truck and it's awesome. And here's a clip of one of the drivers talking about it. To see somebody who's appreciative of us and, you know, gives us a kind smile and a wave that starts our day off with just a bang and it brings hope back to us. That's pretty cool. Little Marco there with his pajamas. <laughs> I think his pajamas sound comfortable too. I know, right? That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is the part of the show where I say, hey, call us if you want. We are ready. 877-77-BOBBY. Let's catch up on the news. Bobby's Big Story. We'll mention this again, but Eric Church is going on a 55-city arena tour this fall. I was actually talking with Eric yesterday just about the tour, and it's 100% capacity, by the way. Well, He's like... Hey, man, let's go. All in. And he said, this is what Eric said to me. He goes, hey, I hope everybody gets vaccinated. But he feels the same I do, that if you don't want to get vaccinated, don't. It, but it's on you, right? I think we all sh- have our own responsibilities. If you don't want to get vaccinated, great. Good for you. But let's open everything up. As soon as it becomes widely available and everybody has a chance to get it, doors open. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. <laughs> same thing with Eric Church. He hopes everybody gets it. He got it. He was on Rolling Stone getting it. I got mine. But Eddie, if you said to me, I don't want to get it, I would say, hey, it's your risk. But yeah. You have the right to not get it. The vaccine protects me. So if I don't want to protect me, then, oh, well, that's on me. So that's the conversation we had yesterday. And he's so fun. when does this start? Uh, the, uh, September 17th at Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it'll go all the way to May of 2022. That's so cool. You're just going to see a lot of concerts get announced now. In a lot of ways, in a lot of cities, it's going to be really cool. And I was reading about Whiskey Myers' tour. I don't think they're ever going home again. I think they're just getting... <laughs> they just, just stay on the road. I just think it's like, all right, we've been <laughs> off the road. We're just not going home. And so, uh, you know, it's going to happen with a lot of folks. So, pretty cool. I was also... I mean, I talked to Eric for about an hour yesterday. And, you know, he's putting out the three albums. Uh, Heart is record one. And is record two. And Soul is record three. Heart comes out first and goes to the church choir, the fan club, and Soul goes out second. And I said, hey, when does Joe Schmo like me, when do I have the opportunity to get that and record? You know, because that only goes to the, his fan club. He goes, you tell me ain't, your, my, ain't in church choir, my fan club? <laughs> You're like, what I am? I'm uh, just no, asking. Bro. I didn't say that. I said, you know, I am not. I'm not in the church choir. So I, he goes, well, man, I'll see how that goes later. You, you, Joe Schmo's get their chance later on. But he called me out on that yesterday. I laughed pretty hard. Um, so Eric Church announced a big tour. That's pretty cool. More news. Bobby's other story. You know, this is uh, reminding me of Raymundo because on the show yesterday, Raymundo talked about getting Botox. I was blown away. I was blown away Raymundo <laughs> got Botox. Do you feel it in your head? A little bit. And my wife said she can notice the difference. There's no lines anymore. You guys can see it on the video screen. It actually does look a little smoother. Move your eyebrows up and down. 
Okay, it's, but, mo- it's moving a little. Before, it- well, and also before I had lines, it be from my uh, eyebrows and then also the middle of my head, my forehead. Those are gone. Hmm. Yeah! It's, it just seems a little weird to me. I'm not hating. Everything's weird until it's normal. But it just seems a little weird to me that Raymundo went and got Botox. Like, I'm telling you right now, I see two screens. One of you and one of Raymundo, and you have lines, and Ray doesn't. Don't tell him that, dude. <laughs> hey, no. Bo's going straight to Botox. No, I don't care. <laughs> I'm supposed to have lines on my forehead. That's what I think, too. I mean, I got lines. I'm, I'm a cool human being. Hey, I'm looking at two screens. One with Raymundo and one with Eddie. <laughs> oh, one looks oh. real old and one of them looks real young. One has hair. Oh! Oh, here we go. <laughs> Anyway, I'll give you the news story part of this. A guy in Florida was busted for giving Botox shots at a spa, even though he wasn't a doctor and did not have a medical license. (laughs) And he was drinking four locos while he worked. Nice. (laughs) He is facing several charges. There's a spa in Jacksonville, Florida that's been hosting events called Botox and Bubbles. People can go there, have some drinks, and get Botox injections. I'm pretty sure they thought a doctor would be there. The guy wasn't a doctor. I think they also thought the doctor wouldn't be chugging four locos. <laughs> right, right, the drinks would be for the patient, not the doctor. The person giving the injections was a 47-year-old guy named Nelson Turin. He's not a doctor. Even though on the ads for Botox and Bubbles, he said he was. And he didn't have a medical license to be given Botox injections. He was arrested on several charges, including practicing medicine without a license and possession of prescription drugs. Is this Ray's place, Botox and Bubbles? Dude, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the doctor, he's a world-renowned doctor that I went to, and he also is the one that performed uh, Bay's breast surgery when she had cancer. So. Really? Yeah, he eliminated. He did both? They wow. do both? It, it, dude's a genius, but yeah, he elim- eliminated the cancer from her body. That's a good comeback to Eddie. I know, I yeah. got him. Yeah, you got him good. <laughs> that got awkward. You got you him got good, me. buddy. You got me. You want to say his name? I don't care. Yeah, Dr. Unger. He's Dr. Really, what? really cool. Dr. Unger. Nice. Yeah. I would have some questions for that guy, just in general about... Like what? Because is he a plastic surgeon? Yeah. Is that their official title? Yeah. But like when I, he's at the hospital, I don't think he goes by that. He probably goes by, you know, he's in the it's a medical professional doctor. But then outside of it, yes, clinician, he can do all sorts of stuff, uh, boob jobs. Dang, Ray's like an expert. Ray's like an FDA expert for people who are against COVID vaccines. <laughs> like, you, you know a little bit about it, and all of a sudden you're like, no, I'll argue with you. <laughs> um, I would like to do a segment with that guy. Okay. And not to just have a bunch of questions. Yeah, he's good. He does this stuff all the time. All right. Uh, one other story. Tiger Woods was going nearly 90 mile per hour before the crash. Uh, they say it was extremely high, unsafe speeds that caused the crash. They actually have little boxes in cars, like black boxes in airplanes. Did you know this? No. Not to hear about to tell what your car was doing before a crash. Oh, wow. They say he never hit the brakes. Because whenever it happened, he was just going so fast that he didn't know what was happening. Um, here is a clip from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department press conference. And the final estimated speed when the vehicle struck the tree was 75 miles per hour. The impact of the vehicle when it hit the tree caused the vehicle to go airborne and do a somewhat pirouette landing on its side. The event data recorder showed the acceleration pedal percentage was at 99% at the area of impact. There was no evidence of braking throughout this collision. It is speculated and believed that Tiger Woods inadvertently hit the accelerator instead of the brake pedal, causing that 99% rating on the accelerator pedal. So, lucky he's alive. Remember the guy found him? Yeah. The guy that was driving over there saw the car upside down. Side of the road. And was like, wait, what's it? What? He goes out and finds him, and Tiger Woods is unconscious. You know, it's so weird. Like, there are all these, like, speculation stuff, but we've never heard of Tiger. Like, I think Tiger would tell us what happened, but no one, he's not speaking. Tiger may not remember. 
But also, they did, they, they're saying no alcohol, no drugs. And no charges. He was flying. Uh, and the 75 may not seem fast, but it was a 45. Yeah, yeah, he's flying. Yeah, he's flying. All right, that's the news. Thank you very much. Close it up. Bobby's Big Story. Do want to get to some of your calls. I see you on the phones right now. If you want to hop in, 877-77-BOBBY. I spent about an hour last night going down the Raimundo rabbit hole of Cameo. Do you know all your videos are loaded that you've ever yeah, done? Yeah, I've seen others do that, so I imagine that I can't find them online, but I guess so. I found them all. I watched okay. them all. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> I'll talk about it in a second. I couldn't stop. You can find them and just watch I, them all. I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> last night was a rough night for me, but... Not near as rough as it was for Caitlin. I'll tell you that. And that's what kind of got me on the okay. Ray, Ray Cameo sitch over there. Uh, Brianna in North Carolina, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good morning, studio. Morning. So, first off, I just wanted to say I, wa- I listen to your show every morning on my way to work. Me and my son, I just dropped him off at preschool. We listen to it every morning. So I wanted to say thank you. You're awesome. You always bring joy to my day. Thank Work you. always makes fun of me when I go in, and I'm like, guess what I heard on the Bobby Bone Show this morning? <laughs> thank you very much. Um, of course. And I also wanted to tell you a quick little story. I've been trying to tell you for a while, but it's a pain in the butt to try to get through on the phone. So I'm glad I finally made it. Um, so a couple years ago, I mean, it had to have been probably at least two and a half years ago, you had Jake Owen on the show. Um, And he had, he, you know, did his interview and then he sang a few songs and he had sang um, Made For You back before it was even on the album. It hadn't even been released at all yet. And it was shortly before my husband and I were getting married. Um, We're actually coming up on our two year anniversary on May 5th. And I had heard the song and I was like, babe, this is our wedding song. We need to find it. Could not find it anywhere. So we had agreed on a different song, and then shortly before our wedding, I had looked it up again, and the album had come out, and we danced to Made For You by Jake Owen, which is now like this huge single, and I hear it all the time, and I still think of our wedding day. But I just wanted to share that story with you because it was really cool that he was on the show, and his song before it was even really out, he it became our wedding song. Love it. Listen, I love that guy, and he's, he's a friend of mine. And how that came about was... Jake and I did a charity event together. I hosted. He did the music. We flew back together. And I was like, hey, I know it's not out. But that song, Made For You, is like my favorite song I've ever heard you play. Because he played it that night. I hadn't heard it until he played it. I was like, this song is like next level. He's like, dude, thanks. You know, it's really important. Really cool to me, important to me. We're going to record it. And so he puts it out. And I have, even before he put it, I had him on the show. I was like, play that song, Made For You. It's so good. Puts it out. And then for a while, radio wasn't playing this song even though it was a single. And I was doing what I rarely do, and I'll just take a song and just slam it. I was, we were playing it every two days, and we're on 175 stations, so I could have, I could affect it being a buoy on the chart, just stay up a little bit, keep it alive for a little bit. And now, finally, people realize how great of a song it is and not judging it based on the tempo of the song. Yeah. It is the best song! If this, if this song doesn't cut right into your guts... You don't have guts. Yeah. <laughs> You're empty inside. You're empty. You're dead inside. It is. And I think Jake is, I've said it before, pound for pound, our best guest. It, who knows what he's going to bring in when he brings in. Brings you never, yeah, yeah, you I don't never know. know. He could show up with a guitar or he could bring <laughs> Little Richard. You never know what's going to happen with Jake. I think Little Richard might have died recently. But up until oh, he died. Yes, he can't do that. 
But Jake Owen is the best. That song is the best. I can't wait for it to go number one. That's like a personal one to me because I just love it, and it, it makes me feel things inside my ribcage. Uh, thank you for that story, Brown, and thank you for listening. And tell all your friends at work that make fun of you for listening to the Bobby Bone Show <laughs> that we get it. We would make fun of you, too. But we're us, so we don't. We're, 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 the, we're the team together. Making fun of me might not have been the right term, but they're always laughing because I'm like, you know, I heard on the Bobby Bone Show, and it's like the <laughs> most random news story ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but me and one of my really good friends and coworkers are always talking about it. We love you. We listen to you every morning. Shout out, Morgan, if you're listening on your way to work right now. Um, but, yeah, so it was awesome. Like, when I heard the song, me and my husband are high school sweethearts. We had our son at 19, and we heard that two pink lines when he talks about that. I was like, that is us. We need to dance to this song. And, yeah, I can't wait till it goes number one. It's so good. We'll have a party in here. We'll all slow dance together. Oh, Eddie, I call that, you. That'd be weird. I but... call you today. <laughs> Do I have to? All right. <laughs> a few days ago, Ray had announced he was on Cameo. I guess you didn't announce it. The only way I knew is because Caitlin bought one from you and Bay for my birthday. Yeah, my wife's been wanting to do it for a while. I told her that it is a time obligation. I'm going to be shouting at my phone every night after dinner. And I said, are you cool with that? And so it took us some months, but we finally got signed up. So 25 bucks. I looked last night. That's how much it costs you. Yeah! And you know what else I saw in your videos? Your cat. I see Pablo really for the first time. I don't think I was giving Pablo the credit for being a cool cat. I thought it was just a cat. It looks like a puma. Oh, yeah, like a tiger. It looks like a jungle cat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, and he's big. Yeah, he's a F123, really close to the ones that are actually at the zoo. Not even kidding. So he is neat to put in videos. So I go over to Ray's cameo page. And again, because all of a sudden, Caitlin goes, get your birthday present. And I clicked it, and it's Ray going, hey, it's your birthday. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And so... I go to Ray's page, it's 25 bucks, and he has a lightning bolt next to his name, which means he gets it back fast. Oh. And then you can see all the videos he's put up. He's given motivational speeches to people. <laughs> Are they good? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're not good. <laughs> One of them was a girl going, hey, listen, my dog won't stop barking. Uh, we're having trouble with the family. Can you give a motivational speech? Ray says he talks for like a minute but says nothing. It's amazing. <laughs> he's like, yo, girl, it's Ray- Susan Raymundo. He does his finger thing, uh-huh, a peace sign. talks about the dog, brings the cat in, <laughs> a bunch of words come out of his mouth, and nothing is said. And at the end, he's like, appreciate you, girl. See you later. And I was so entertained. Uh. He did like 10 birthday shout outs. <laughs> the tough ones are if, if they've had a death. or You've had to do, do death yes. ones? Yes. They say, please say that she's going through a tough time with the passing of so-and-so. And so I'll address that, but then I try to pick it back up. I got to like bring the energy a little bit. Do you do, hey, this is Cesar Raimundo. I heard somebody die. <laughs> or do you just start slow? I start really, yeah, that's how I started off. I'm so sorry to hear about that, but hey, let, let's go. We got to pick it up. What up? It's we got to pick it up. Yeah. I know somebody just died, but Bye. suck it up, baby. It's only been six hours. <laughs> I watched probably 12 of your videos last night. Couldn't oh. stop. I was binge watching Raimundo cameos. Thank you. I, my wife believes that I need to do them three minutes. I'm sticking more towards a minute. I say you've got to leave them wanting more. No, they pay for it. I disagree. I think some years are way too short. And if I pay 25 bucks, I'd be like, what, what just happened here? Okay. you got to go at least 90 seconds. Gotcha. 90 seconds to two minutes, that's a sweet spot. Because you want to connect with folks. And some of them, like my birthday one, terrible. I, I'd ask for a refund. You gave me like 30 seconds. I had Arkansas jersey. We had balloons that we'd blown up with a helium tank. We tried to put a little bit into that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, though, I was like 30 seconds. Anyway, love them. Thank you. Just 
laughed out loud all night last night okay, watching good. your videos. Are you getting, since we talked about this, are you getting more requests for them? Yeah, Tad, too much. Uh, they, <laughs> they've been flooding in, and my wife's like, hey, get, as soon as you get home, we got to do these. I'm like, I'm at my normal job. We'll get to them. It's a good problem to have, though. I know, exactly. You may have to raise your price, big dog. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad look, right? Then it looks like I'm money hungry. It's I'm, not. If you're getting too many that you can't keep up with, it's okay to bump the price. It's, sub, it's supply and demand, bruh. Yeah, it's a cash grab now. I'm just jacking up the prices, trying to get people's money. No, we enjoy doing them, so I, I, that's yeah. why I want to keep the price reasonable. So. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I got on, and, and I then I searched country music cameos to see the artists that were doing them. It cost, I think, 100 bucks for a Jordan Davis one. Oh, he's on there? If he ever singles yeah. you up, if he's ever stupid enough. That guy, like $100. Did you watch any of his videos? Nope, not one. Oh. I don't watch anybody else's. But I, I looked at all the country people. I don't know. Jordan Davis was the only, and I love Jordan, but I was like, who? I, I feel like he's a little overpriced. If I were going to talk with Jordan, <laughs> I'd say, hey, dude, unless you're just not wanting to do many, let's knock that down to like 50 bucks. I think Walker Hayes was like $75 or oh, something. Wow. I go, hey, how many do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. I'd probably, I I'd probably tune that down just a little bit. Ray's doing 25 Anyway, it's a whole culture. I couldn't get off of it last night just seeing how much people cost. Um, that's oh, But I was doing that because I was just on my laptop. Caitlin got her second shot of the Moderna. Now, let me tell you my story. I got both shots of the Pfizer, million bucks. Didn't you have a sore shoulder the first shot? Second shot, had some friends that had it. They got really sick. They were like, prepare yourself. So I was prepared. Nothing. I got a slightly sore shoulder. No side effects. That's great. Luckily for me. It affects everybody differently, every kind of shot. Caitlin was on her deathbed. Last, last night. night. Just... Chills, fever, bones hurting. It was a really rough night. Wow, that's kind of those are the symptoms of COVID. I mean, that's how I felt when I had it. And she goes, "Hey, if this is what COVID feels like, or if it's worse than this, and you have to have it for ten days," she goes, "Thank God I got the shot." Yeah, because if I only have to have this for twenty four hours, um, and so woke up this morning. I think she was about seventy five to eighty percent back. She had a splitting headache. She was like, "I can't even move my head because that hurts so bad." But she fought through it. I'm telling you, her pain tolerance is amazing. Mm, she's a woman. They're strong, man. That's why they deliver babies and we don't. We would cry the whole time. Yeah, but I, I mean, I cry. My finger, <laughs> I have lost my splint, but yeah, I cannot stop going? winding up my finger. Still? Dude, I, I, something's wrong with it. Are you still, are you able to bend it still or this, no? This much. Well, that's not a lot. It's not a lot, but it's and, a little better than And you won't been. go to the doctor for so. Not, not yet. Okay. Not yet. I'll finish American Idol next week and then go to the doctor if it's still bad. Dude, they're going to make you point at some American Idol and it's going to look like you're doing hang, hang loose again. <laughs> you got to fix They're that. like, what do you think? Thumbs up or thumbs down, Bobby? And I'm like, uh, and the pinky's still out. Hang loose, America. Um, but that's what I, That's why I was on Cameo because I was looking for stuff to do on my computer that was kind of quiet. So I put my headphones on and binge-watched Raymundo, Ray and Bay's cameos. So dumb that they're so hilarious. No I, offense. I hope you're cool with me saying I, I'll go uh, in a couple of them. I've been like, oh, I just got off the phone with Bobby. What's up? Hey, I'll go ahead and just record this real quick. You know, just trying to role play, you know, like uh, <laughs> name dropping, if you will. My name ain't a big one to draw, so you can drop it as much as you want. Dang. Uh, anyway, uh, Ray and Bay on Cameo. Uh, Dylan in Washington is on the phone right now. Hello, Dylan. What's happening with you? Hey, not much, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, uh, Bobby, so I was listening to the show yesterday, and I heard you talking about the uh, people not wearing masks on the airplane and, like, getting kicked off. I totally agree with you, but I wanted to get your opinion on 
families getting getting removed from airlines or even banned from airlines uh, because their child, who is like you know two and under, won't wear a mask. It's weird that they would enforce the two and under. That's impossible. Right? Yeah, I think so too. I don't. It, so without me knowing the story fully. I don't think a two-year-old has to wear a mask because it's impossible to keep a mask on a two-year-old. There is no way my two-year-old will even keep the mask on. What I would say is I think it's up to the family, too, to know the rules before they get on the plane. If there's a dumb plane – Mike D is going to get the story for me. Um, if there's a rule that says this airline, you have to be an infant and wear a mask, then you probably try not to get on that airline because you know you're, you're – pl- Yeah, and that's their rule, so you can't argue that. Right, because that's like somebody's house. But uh, it just seems to me like that seems too young. Okay, here's the story. A video shows a Spirit Airlines flight attendant threatening to kick a family off a plane, family of four in Florida on Monday, arguing that their two-year-old girl wasn't wearing a mask. All of the passengers on the flight from Orlando to Atlantic City were eventually forced to get off the plane before later being allowed to get back on board. In footage posted on social media, the flight attendant told the family, including a toddler sitting on her pregnant mom's lap eating yogurt and a dad who pulled his mask down to speak with her, they needed to exit the plane for noncompliance with mask rules. If it's really about the kid, that seems like it's dumb. Mm. If it's for an adult, like, you know the rules, Pops. But I don't know that it is. If it's just a two-year-old, Dylan, I agree with you. I feel like that's probably a bit much. I don't feel like that would be an airline that I would be supporting, you know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because I I, I have a two-year-old as well, and, 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 I mean, it's it's hard enough to keep a mask on her, you know, just going to the store or something like that. Do you even have to put a mask on a two-year-old at a store? I wouldn't. No, They They don't require that. So I don't know why the airplane would. Huh. Yeah, I mean, my my wife is a is a medical professional, so I mean, we just you know we try to do the best thing possible and keep everybody safe, you know. Well, we appreciate that call. I agree with you on this, my friend, and um, I think that's. I'm looking at pictures now. There's no. I don't think this two year old have to wear a mask. You do. All right. You can't keep clothes on a two year old sometimes. No, Much less a mask. That's I see so naked true. kids running around. I'm hiding my eyes. I'm like, I shouldn't be seeing this. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Have a good day, bud. Uh, you guys too. Take it easy. So much pain. Isn't it a bit easier for a woman to pass it because of the way it comes out? The the, the pee holes, you mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. She, the, she had a terrible, terrible time. That's when she had to go to the, the the hospital, and I had to watch the kids for like a whole day. Yeah, I bet it's terrible equally for the as it goes down the body. And ho- I had some friends that had it. They had to go and blast it. Yes, that's what they do. They zap it and break it into little pieces and then get it out. Well, this woman in Massachusetts, her name's Melissa, she was having a routine day on the 8th of March. Then she got this kidney stone and intense stomach cramps, pain. They were like, we can't even get to the doctor for this kidney stone. So they called 911 because it was happening so quick. And so she was there and she sat on the toilet seat because legs in that position, it was kind of the only relief she could get while sitting in like the toilet spot. And after a while, she gave birth to a baby (gasps) that's not a kidney stone Mm -mm. to a baby how does that happen she went all this time not knowing she was pregnant yeah and i don't know a couple things one how early it was two if she's big and the bigger you are maybe the lesser you see you're pregnant (laughs) yeah no probably but gosh can you imagine just thinking it's something and then you look down and there's a baby because imagine you're a six foot four woman doesn't that baby still isn't that pregnancy smaller? I would think so, yeah. And, and if you're bigger, whatever, it's you're not growing as much as someone that would be skinnier. Like a WNBA player. Okay. Who's six foot five and gets pregnant. I would assume you don't notice as much on her because she's so big and <laughs> I don't know. I can, listen, I ain't a doctor. I don't know. We're speculating here. I don't know. But I would and I would think the smaller you are, 
your five foot, the bigger it would be. But like, again, I don't have a medical license. I'm like the four loco doctor earlier. <laughs> who was popping people with the the Botox yeah, doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she thought she was. And this is a looks like a full size baby. Crazy, huh? Wow. So the baby's fine. Everything was good. From the like, picture that I see here, the baby looks good. It says wow. baby Liam came as a big surprise on March 8th when his mother, who was unaware she was pregnant, gave birth in a toilet near her home near Boston. Amy had a friend. If she was here, she she told the story yes. a couple times that it had a baby. Crazy story. Didn't know she's having a baby. Went to the bathroom. But Lunchbox is always one who believes these people are faking it. They're faking it. They want the attention. They want, oh, put me in the news. They're in denial, but they really know they're pregnant. There's no way a baby is moving around inside of you growing for six, seven, eight, nine months, and you don't know it. I just don't believe it. But you think every one of these stories that we hear and see of <laughs> yes. people that don't have a history of lying or deceiving folks, you think that they're all lying. They're all lying. 100%. Every single one of them. I believe her. I have no reason not to believe her. Because Lunchbox, our wives, when they were pregnant, I mean, it was just constant, like, oh, my gosh, this hurts, and I'm sick, and I don't feel good. That's what I'm saying. But everything doesn't affect everyone the same. Even the shots, I just mentioned. (sighs) Yeah, But you feel the baby kicking. It does not matter. I have never met a woman that has said, oh, you know what? I had a baby in nine months, and I never felt it move. You feel it. You can see the hands and stuff moving in their belly. There's no way. (laughs) Right, Eddie? I, I don't believe it either, Bones. I, I really agree don't. that it is tough to believe. <laughs> However, I just can't go, mm, this is all a lie. And all these people are lying. They look like nice people here. <laughs> they look yeah, like I'm looking at their faces. <laughs> so do con artists. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's a crazy story, though. Yeah, right? Can't believe it. Uh, let me go and talk to Sarah in Texas. Hey, Sarah, you are on the air. What's happening? Hey, how are you guys? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? So I was uh, listening to you guys, and I wanted to tell you about a cameo that my daughter bought me for Christmas. Who was it? Um, it was Carol Baskin. And what did she say? Did she have a tiger in her video? No, but she had a car full of crap, and um, it was like three minutes long, and she was just trying to like give me a shout out to my business and you know to my kids and to my husband. And when it was over, I was just, like, so confused. For one, I had never heard of Cameo before. And my daughter and her husband thought it was just the most hilarious thing in the world. And I'm like, how much did you pay for that? Yeah, how much? And they said 300 bucks. Wow. That's an expensive Cameo. That's no Raymundo for 25 bucks. <laughs> yeah! Which, by the way, you can't search for Raymundo, which is weird about your name, man. Yeah, another mistake we made early on. Pick we'll a correct- name. <laughs> You have to look up What's Ray, it under? Ray, Ray and Bay. Because <sighs> his real name isn't Raymundo. I know. <laughs> the Why? guy gets 0.01% Latin America and is 23 and me and demands we give him a name change. Ridiculous. And we have Mike D over here who is full Hispanic, Mexican even. And Mike D's like, yeah, I, I sign off on that. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's wrong with you, Mike? Hey, thank you for your call. We appreciate that. That's a funny story. She's 300 bucks, huh? Yep. All right. There you go. Thank you. I'm going to take one more call here before we jump. But I do want you guys to keep calling if you have something you want to say. This is Becky in Iowa who heard us talking about the kidney stone mm. just now. Hey, Becky, tell me about this. What do you think? Well, I cannot say what it would be like to be pregnant and not know. But I have had kidney stones while pregnant and while not pregnant. And the feeling is one of the same. Horrible. So do you think, as someone who has had kidney stones and a baby... You've had them both. Do you think someone could have a baby and not know it, thinking it was a kidney stone? 
I I could see it. I truly could. Really? No. Did you go through puberty Absolutely. right there on the air? I mean, that's just crazy to me. That's crazy to me. <laughs> uh, yes, that's crazy. That's why it makes the news. It's supposed to be crazy to you. It, it made the news. I, but but okay. she didn't have a kidney stone for seven months. That's my problem. She didn't feel this pain. I mean, I am not arguing that people don't know they're pregnant. I'm arguing that occasionally in life, there are crazy outliers in situations who something happens to that isn't normal. Sometimes there are people that grow to be seven feet tall. <laughs> yes, that happens. Yeah. Amazing, huh? <laughs> it's crazy. Life's crazy. Oh, man, I don't know. I know. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Memphis, Tennessee. A car rolled up to the Burger King drive-thru, placed their order, and you know what? Burger King, they make it your way, so they make it fresh. Taking a little too long. Passenger gets out, sticks their head in the drive-thru window, pulls out a gun, starts shooting. Oh, my. You wonder, and this is what I wonder, that if before they get their order, if they go, well, if it's in here in two minutes, I'm starting shooting. Like, if they go into it knowing they have a gun. And they have a clock, like, yeah. that's timing it? What? I don't understand. Or is it just a reaction, like, they don't have it? Let's, I don't know. Huh. They, does someone with a gun who ends up pulling the gun on the worker go, if I don't get it in three minutes, oh, Betsy's coming out? I feel like it's more of a situation where, like, What's taking so long? What's taking so long? All right, I'm getting my gun. So what happens? I was the passenger, got out of the car, went around to the the window, stuck her head in the window, argued with employees about the length of time, pulled out her gun, started shooting. No one was hurt. So it was the argument that then turned into the shootings. (laughs) Just walking through this, it's slow. She goes and has a word. They disrespect her word. Then she's like, don't disrespect me, pulls out a gun. Now it makes more sense? No, well, <laughs> it make sense. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Man, so glad you guys could hang out with us today. I'll leave you with this story. It's about drama and sports. But not Major League Baseball or the NBA or the NFL. No. Drama in Eddie's son's baseball league. Ugh. Because... Another team's been using illegal bats. Yes, and they found out after the game was over. I mean, this team that played my son's baseball game, I mean, they were so good. They were hitting bombs, Bones, like so close to the fence that they could have been home runs. And we were like, they're seven years old. How is this even possible? Turns out they found two illegal bats in their dugout. What does that mean, illegal bats? And you know illegal bats don't actually hit the ball. (laughs) What? What do you mean? Well, it's like Barry Bonds, right? They were like, Barry Bonds is on so many steroids. Look at all the home runs he's hitting. Well, that could make him a bit stronger, but it doesn't actually make him hit the ball. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's just the strength behind the ball. Sure. Okay, so what the illegal bats. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? All I know is that that there are league-regulated bats that are allowed to be played in Little League, and these bats that they were using are not. So they have to forfeit the game? No. So uh, they said because they found them after the game, there was no proof that they used them during the game, Ooh. so they're not really going to be able to do anything about it. Did no mom take a picture? Of what the bats? Of someone batting, having using one of those bats? Yeah, see, see that that because that's forfeit material. No, for sure, for sure. And we can take this to the league commissioner and fight it and all that. But then we remember this is seven year old little league, and we probably shouldn't be too mad about it. Were your kids mad at all, or just the parents? No, you know what? My kid was so he was so relaxed about. It. He goes, you know what? I mean, if they want to win by cheating, then let them win by cheating. I mean, whatever. We'll beat them next time. I don't feel that way. Really? Yeah, I mean, never. I thought when he said that, I'm like, wow, that's like next level thinking. Maybe for a seven-year-old. <laughs> Not you. Not for me. So you, so what you're doing next is obviously getting those same bats for your team now, no. right? <laughs> well, I, I started inquiring, like, what kind of bats yeah, are those? Yeah, where did you get those? What store did you get those from? <laughs> that's it. Have a great day. 
Tomorrow on the show, Chris Stapleton. You know him. You love him. He will be here. We're pumped about that. He's going to perform too. Thank you guys. See you on Friday's show. Bobby Bones.